Time for another travel late from Mr. Drupon, also known as Austin, the regular host of the regular podcast. Um, here on oh crap, now it's Wednesday. I'm still gonna call it Tuesday night though. Um, but however you want to look at it, it is either the day before or the day of tax day. And because of tax day, and I'm a you know procrastinator. I had to spend time to take care of stuff that you take care of on tax day, and so therefore I did not get to edit the podcast uh, today or yesterday. I was also trying to finish up a review, which I'll get to in a second, but I assure you by Wednesday night the podcast will be up. This is uh, this is your appetizer for it. Um, so what I've been playing is the remains of Lux Pain, and you know everything I said last week, or whenever I recorded this, uh, still applies. Uh, it's not a good game. I, I finally submitted the review. Um, give it a 3.5. Actually, I'll be honest with you. I initially gave it a 4. Um, and when they read the review, they said this sounds more like a 3.5. And I was all for it. I was all for lowering it. Like, I don't mind that they lowered it at all. I was, you know, do it. Um, because I think I was really kind of, I kind of felt bad <laughs> for the game. Because I, I could see where it was going with its themes and, you know, it, it touches on, like, you know, social issues, I guess. You know, and, and maybe it's, like, all teen angsty, but still, you know, there's some deep stuff in there. Or at least some heavy stuff. Um, suicides, you know, I, one thing that I saw was, you know, parental neglect and abuse. Um, internet bullying, which, you know, make may make you laugh, but it's a real thing. It's a problem. Um, and just kind of things like that. And I could kind of see that, you know, the the the, the producers and directors and whatnot wanted to take it that direction. And it probably works in Japanese. But it it just doesn't work in English because they, they messed up the translation so badly. Um, catch my review on GameSpot. It went up uh, a few hours ago. Um, just click on the DS section and it should be there. Looks pain. Just if you can read Japanese fluently or at least well enough to play a game... And you are a fan of graphic uh, novel-esque adventure games like Phoenix Wright. I I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't stop you from trying to import it and seeing how it goes. I mean the gameplay is brain dead, but then again, so it's it's you know it's still an interesting story I would imagine. Um, but don't 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 try to play it in English. It's just uh it's just awful. It's Ugh, unless you really want some unintentional humor and you want to test your patience, but even then, I, I wouldn't encourage this type of sloppy localization. So don't don't give me your money. Maybe if you want to game fly it or something, I don't know. But that's the bulk of what I've been playing. Sadly for me, um, I think I spent a little bit of time with Valkyria Chronicles. Um, I think the night before the the night before we recorded the podcast, um, and I talk a little bit about that. Um, and I haven't played it since, but I, I keep wanting to go back to it just because it's beautiful and I haven't touched a, a tactical role-playing game in such a long time. Um, let's see, what else? What else? I, I really think that was it. I really think it was just looks pain. And, okay, I, I dipped a little bit into Chrono Trigger for DS, which I picked up recently. Um, it's Chrono Trigger. Uh, take it or leave it. I, I, I really enjoyed the original. Uh, and I regret not having the physical copy um, anymore, and so I was like, you know what? Let me just buy it. It's thirty bucks today in GameStop instead of forty bucks. So why not take advantage of it? And it's 
Chrono Trigger. If you've never played it before, you should play it. If you have played it before, um, you know exactly what to expect. Yeah, they add some stuff, but by and large, it's freaking Chrono Trigger. I don't know what else needs to be said about that. Um, I have on deck to review for GameSpot uh, Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP. <laughs> and by the time you hear this, I will have started it. Um, if you want to see a funny take on it, go to Giant Bomb and watch the quick look. Um, I am going to say that based on that, I am both looking forward to and not looking forward to playing this game. But yeah, that looks to be a fun one. It's a fighting game. It's It, it looks to be highly based on the uh, Budokai engine. So I would surmise that if you're a fan of that game, you probably be, would be comfortable with this um, with the exception that you'd have to sit through really long inane cutscenes of cardboard cutout characters based on the real live action movie and just the fact that this reeks of Street Fighter the movie the game might already be a strike against it for you but again as I said it looks to be based on the Budokai engine as opposed to Street Fighter the movie the game which had like some bastard child engine that sucked um, and it's polygonal. It's 3D. It's just it just looks more realistic. Like they pasted the um, the actors' faces onto polygonal models, so it just looks less cartoony and more real. Um, so it really is kind of like a 3D Street Fighter the movie, the game in name only, because it plays like the other games in the series, which is a plus. You know, thank God they didn't try to you know make some new engine that sucked. I mean, it is from Dimps after all, so you know. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah, yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to be uh, reviewing that for the next couple of days. I'll, that's probably all I'll have played by the time we record the, next week's podcast. Uh, but I wanted to remind you that um, you can email us at mailbag at trygames.net, M-A-I-L-B-A-G. Or you can use the alternate spelling for mailbag as in, you know, the man sack, M-A-L-E-B-A-G. Both works um, at trygames.net. Um, we still haven't received any entries for uh, Supersonic's plea to please find out or discover or create a more pretentious name for the medium known as video games. And again, you can't use interactive monologue because uh one of us already came out with that i think it was slunk to al or, or pete i don't know um mail that in and i guess the funniest or the best entry gets a uh, prize i don't know i'll let uh maybe we'll let supersonic himself choose the best entry but that's only if you write in um it's on it's gonna go on until we decide it decide to end it and we're not gonna end it until enough people write in so write in don't be scared um we only ask that you understand that we will make fun of you if you have no grammar, so just be ready for that. But otherwise, just write in. Um, also, I think uh, Supersonic, you owe us a recording of using video games. So there's that. Um, what else is coming up? Um, I guess that's about it from the game side of me. I haven't had a really eventful gaming week, as you know, as you can tell. I just submitted the stupid Lux Pain review. Uh, but I'm going to talk a little bit, ve very vaguely and, and, and very quickly about 24. So if you don't watch the show, 
turn the episode off right now. I am a big believer in not spoiling things for people who haven't seen it. Um, I hate it when people spoil it for others. Uh, I hate it when people spoil things for me. And I, you know, I will not tolerate that, and I will not be that guy who spoils it for you. So your warning is now. Turn off the episode because fast-forwarding the episode will not yield anything else for you um, because it's going to end on 24. So uh, you have 24 seconds to kind of, you know, take your headphones out and delete the episode off your off your iPod or your Zune or whatever. So, okay, here we go. 24. 3, 2, 1, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14. You know what? You've had enough warning. If your headphones are not out by now, prepare to be spoiled. But not really because I'm going to be vague. Okay, go. My friend Dave and I, uh, two of the biggest 24 nuts we know, uh, he's the one who hosts the marathons that, that, that I always talk about, uh, just had a, an hour-long conversation on the latest episode of 24, which happened on Monday, April 13th, um, in which a certain someone uh, seems to turn tail uh, and, uh, uh, you know, the episode ends with uh, him um, – how to, how to keep this vague in case anybody slipped up and uh, and decided to listen to this part. Um, well, you know what he does. This is the episode in which um, Jack uh, somebody from Jack Bauer's past comes back and reconciles with him. So you know what I'm talking about. Um, and he just he expressed um, pessimism over what the last three minutes of this episode could mean. Um, he has some pretty good, uh, pretty good thoughts on why he thinks it could break the series going forward, um, and I, I, I'm actually, you know, we're actually polar opposites on this. I mean, neither of us want to see a scenario where he and, uh, and again, I'm not going to say his name, but where he and Jack have the standoff in the end where uh, Jack kills him or, or whatever, and neither of us really want to see him really be evil after all that's transpired for this season but i as much as i don't want to see it happen i think it could be really cool um and i think he understands that there's a potential for it to be really cool but oh my god darren williams just dunked over all the lakers sorry i'm watching a basketball game too but while he acknowledges that it could be really cool like he he thinks it might upset him and he thinks that it could easily be mishandled and break the series. And I've never been one to think that any one thing could break and any series going forward. You know, they start over, not start over, but they regroup and they, they plan something new. I mean, look at season six to season seven. I thought, that, you know, as much as I'm a fan of 24 and I'm, you know, I'm going to hyperbolize that it's the best thing on TV. Um, season six was a slip for me. Uh, a lot of people thought it was great. I thought it wasn't. I thought it was merely good, which in 24 speak means it was awful. <laughs> but you know, I, of course, I still loved it. Uh, but it, you know, compared to the other seasons, no. And then seven has been incredibly consistent. And let, let me just take time out to to say that if you don't like 24 in general, then you don't like it. And there's no way that I would try to convince you to like it. You know, uh, there are detractors out there. That's fine. Uh, I certainly have shows that I think are stupid and I don't think people should like but they like anyway so whatever you know you have yours and I have mine to each his own this is for those who are fans of the series or are becoming fans of the series and you know um 
have already come to grips with the show's various issues. So, you know, just, just want to put that out there. Anyway, so, I don't know. I feel like even in the scenario where you get Jack killing this certain person, I think it pays off. It could pay off for longtime fans of the show because of the implications that it has on, uh, or, or at least what the implications that their past has on a certain scene, uh, on this scene. I mean, they... Anybody who knows the show, follow, who's followed it from the beginning, knows their relationship. Uh, and to have to have Jack have to do this, or even, you know, let's rewind it, to even have this character turn completely evil after all that's transpired, uh, just really shows the effect that, you know, his past has had on him. That And I just really think that there's no situation in which I would be... Okay, yep, there's an extreme situation in which I would be disappointed, but there's no plausible or, you know, sensible situation in which I would be disappointed by the events. I may not like seeing it, but I think it would pay off well, and the only way that it could really truly disappoint me is if they completely bumblefuck up the execution of said scenes or the remaining six episodes or whatnot. So um, I'm actually interested to hear what... Any of you listening might have to say if you follow 24. Um, and um, yeah, uh, you can actually email in. Uh, it's okay. Email the mailbag. I'm the one who controls the mailbag most of the time. And I'll instruct the others who check the mailbag not to open up any messages that are related to 24. So if you're going to mail in about it, just make sure to put the subject Trilobite 24 or something there on it so that people don't open it and get spoiled. Um, but yeah, mail in, and maybe I'll read some of this on the next Trilobite if I get any mail, which I probably won't, but I challenge you. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so that's about it um, for the 24 spoilers, and not not really spoilers. I only touched upon it briefly, but you know, I had to warn people. So there it is. Uh, there's the Trilobite. Listen to the episode. Um, we have episodes, and it's us, and it's on a website, and that website is trygames.net. It's a website about stuff that you like, and you better like. Otherwise, I'm going to hunt you down and smack you. That's it.